Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Monday edition of the Daily 10. Your friend Matt back again. And we're ready to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together today. After a week of vacation, glad to be back. And we have a lot of ground to cover, including the Braves who played what looked like a real-life baseball game, actually a couple of them, over the weekend as they began their Grapefruit Leap season. And they did it with a bang, a big bang. We'll talk about that coming up. Plus, the Justin Fields rumors to the Falcons, they're not going away. But I just wonder if it makes sense. We'll take a deep dive there. And Trey Young is going to be on the sidelines for a while. But the good news is he's still saying all the right things for now. We'll cover all of that and more in a moment. First, let's talk about something that's important to you and me. If you're a homeowner, something like insulation doesn't matter until it matters. I'm a procrastinator. I wait to do stuff until it's too late. And when it costs me more, I kick myself for not being proactive. So when it comes to something like insulation, a company that I work with, like USA Insulation, can end up saving you a lot of money in the long run. Here's how. USA Insulation wants to come to your home to do a free inspection and consultation to make sure as the calendar turns to the spring and then not far behind at those hot summer months, your home is properly insulated. I'll tell you the truth, mine wasn't. I'm one of the 90% of homes that are under-insulated. So I had USA Insulation come out to my home to do the inspection, free consultation, and yes, they determined we had some points of light coming in, which meant they had to go to work. USA Insulation installed their premium foam, and we saw the difference instantly with how the house felt, both in the hot summer months and the cool winter months. But we've also reaped the rewards each and every month when it comes to our energy bills, when it comes to heating and cooling costs being less and less. Some homeowners have reported between 30 and 50% of savings when their entire home is properly insulated. Let Ryan and his great team at USA Insulation come out and do the free inspection, free consultation. And throughout this final week of February, they're gonna take $800 off your insulation project if you get it on the books this week. Combine that with a $1,200 tax credit and folks are saving two thousand dollars don't miss the savings from usa insulation book their free inspection free consultation and you go from there at usainsulation.net that's usa insulation.net so the braves began their grapefruit league season over the weekend and i'll be clear i bring this up each year both here on the podcast and on the radio the results of the games i don't care about all that much i care mostly about the health of the group if guys feel like they're trending in the right direction in the final days and maybe even the final week of spring training. But for the sake of uh, accuracy, I'll just tell you the two scores over the weekend. The Braves won their opener on Saturday, 6-5, to five, over the Rays in Port Charlotte. They beat the Red Sox, excuse me, they lost to the Red Sox 5-4. to four. 
in their home Grapefruit League opener uh, on Sunday in Northport. Now, I told you the Grapefruit League season for the Braves began with a bang. Michael Harris, who got the leadoff assignment in the opener, hit a home run on the first pitch he saw of the Grapefruit League season. I thought that was an appropriate time to have a quick discussion about Michael Harris, who, for the Braves, is a luxury. For a lot of other teams, Michael Harris would be a priority. In other words, hitting in the middle of the order, near the top of the order, depended on to be a big-time contributor to an offense. For the Braves, he's just bonus. And I think you don't realize, A, how good he is, as young as he is, and how important he is at the bottom of the order when the Braves turn it back over to the top to Ronald Acuna, Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley, and Matt Olson. Michael Harris in his second season, a year ago, hit 293 with 18 home runs, 57 RBIs, to go along with a 114 OPS plus. He scored 76 runs and he stole 20 bases. Those numbers are very consistent to what Michael Harris did in his rookie season in 2022 when he hit 297 with his 19 homers and 64 RBIs. His OPS plus was 133. He scored 75 runs and again, stole 20 bases. Now, I'll remind you in 2023, Michael got up to a really slow start. I mean, for the entire month of April, he just couldn't get it going. But when he did, he found his legs, and he was really good for the remainder of the season. A lot of Braves hitters are going to have a tough time replicating some of the output that you saw a year ago. I mean, maybe there's a chance Ronald Acuna can continue his greatness to another level. But is Matt Olson going to hit 54 home runs again? Probably not. Is Marcelo Zuna going to have 40 home runs again? Probably not. Michael Harris, though, is one of the guys that I think still has a ceiling that he has not reached at this point. He's about to turn 23 years old, and he'll begin his third season in the big, so now he's got a good bit of experience under his belt. I have no problem projecting Michael Harris to be a 25-plus home run guy, 30 stolen bases. I think he can be around 90 runs scored, and he's shown enough that he can hit 300 moving forward. Again, it's been a luxury to have him hitting at the bottom of the order, but I could see the Braves moving him up, especially this season. He could hit 6th or 7th instead of 8th or ninth. I think Orlando Arcia and Jared Kelnick, they're going to hold down the 8th and ninth spots in the order. So the Braves could, again, lean towards getting Michael more at bats. You could argue that Harris needs and wants and should get more ABs than Ozuna or even the catchers, Sean Murphy and Travis Darnot. Now, there's a chance you can toy around with the lineup, and we make too much of it when it comes to lineup construction, but the only important part of it is you want to get your best guys most at bats. And Michael Harris, after you get through the MVP, Ronald Acuna, the underrated Ozzie Albies, the always consistent Austin Riley, and what we've seen Matt Olson turn into with the Braves, you could argue he's next in that group. Doesn't mean he's got to hit fifth or sixth right away, but I think eventually he's going to project to that type of a hitter And I think this year the numbers, as long as he's healthy, can go up again. It's a good place to be if you're the Braves to have a luxury item like Michael Harris. The Braves will host the Orioles today at Northport. That's a 105 first pitch with Max Freed getting the ball for the Braves. All right, coming up, I want to talk about the Justin Fields chatter to the Falcons. It's just, it's not going away. And I just think it's time to ask the question, does it make all the sense in the world? We'll have that discussion in a moment. I'll tell you what makes sense, though, first. Making sure your home and car insurance is squared away. I read you guys a headline in the Wall Street Journal, and it's scary, but that's not really my point. I want you to have your eyes wide open when I read you the headline that says buying home and car insurance is becoming impossible. Well, that's a problem since as homeowners, 
and automobile owners, we need our home and car insurance. This is why you need to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. I've worked with Clayton Rhodes and his great team who are located in the northern suburbs of Atlanta for the last several years. And they've done such a marvelous job of making sure my family's taken care of with our home and car insurance policies. As rates continue rising, and they are faster than ever, it's imperative, guys, that you get at least 10 insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy, the best coverage, and most importantly, at the best prices. You could spend hours trying to do it yourself, but you do run the risk of making a key mistake or two. Let the pros at the Rhodes Group do it for you at no cost to you. They will take care of all of it, and they have a landing page set up for you guys, our Daily 10 listeners, where you can get those 10 home and car insurance quotes, and they'll do it in under 10 minutes. Go to Rhodes-Group.com. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. Rhodes-Group.com slash churnoff. Use my last name. You'll see a landing page. You'll pop in a little info. They will spit back those 10, and I say at least 10 home and car insurance quotes, or you can call them to do it over the phone at 678 678- 341-9667 to speak to the Rhodes Group. So as the Falcons continue, what they've told us is their number one priority, and that's trying to find their next quarterback. All the Justin Fields chatter, it's not going away. Now, let's be clear about this. I think there are a lot of Falcon fans gassing up Justin Fields and sort of building him up to be something that he's not. I'll remind you, I was a huge Justin Fields fan when he was coming out of Ohio State. But as we've watched him play three years, I'm not as much a fan now. He's an inconsistent quarterback who certainly has a very high ceiling, incredibly talented, and provides a lot of highlights. But he misses a lot of throws. He makes key mistakes that I won't all say are on him. Some of it's been on the Bears, whether it's an offensive line that hasn't been great, inconsistent coaching, weapons around him, all of it. But all that being said, Justin has been fairly mediocre as a passer, to this point in his career here's how you know i'm right if the if the bears felt just good enough at all that justin fields was the long-term answer just good enough they could trade away the number one pick in the draft for a massive haul the way they did a year ago when they traded the pick to the carolina panthers and continue to build around justin let's say for instance that they like justin just enough to keep him and the falcons wanted to call to talk about the number one pick The Bears could get a swap, meaning the eighth pick, the Falcons' second-round pick, which is 43 this year, the Falcons' first-round pick a year from now, another second-round pick, and let's say another player, whether it's B. John Robinson or Drake London, they could get all that to build around Justin Fields if they thought just enough of him to keep him, but they don't. Now, part of that is the ceiling, potentially, of Caleb Williams, but also the inconsistencies that I've talked about with Justin Fields. The Falcons might have to, I don't want to use the word settle, but they might have to land on Justin Fields if they think that's the best option, which is certainly an upgrade from what the Falcons have had the last couple of years when it's been Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, and Taylor Heineke. So yes, it's an improvement. I just think people are building up Justin to be something that he hasn't been to this point in his career. He's an okay passer. He's an elite runner. He's an elite playmaker with his legs but he's missed a lot of throws. Now, you can argue playing in doors now if he was to come to Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz, not having to deal with elements in Chicago. The weapons the Falcons have around him, hopefully the good coaching of Zach Robinson, Raheem Morris, and others could increase some of the potential and turn it into more consistency. I just don't know if I'm ready to believe it.
And the other part of this, and I've said the whole time around the Justin Fields rumors, I wouldn't give up more than a third-round pick. I just wouldn't. You're only getting him for two years at most. I'm not giving up a first. I think that's silly. I don't even know if I'd give up a second. I'd give up a third that maybe becomes a second-round pick if you re-sign him. Other than that, though, I think it's an overpay, and you look some other directions. We shall see what happens in the days ahead. All right, we'll talk about Trey Young, who will be sidelined for a while, but he's still saying the right things, at least for now. We'll talk about him in a moment. I want to talk to you guys about my go-to sports bar in downtown Woodstock. It's the Daily Draft. The Daily Draft, if you're familiar with downtown Woodstock, is right in the middle of all the action, the bars, the restaurants, the nightlife. It's a two-story sports bar environment you're going to love with a craft beer bar, a beer wall where you can grab on-demand drinks when you want as you go, as you enjoy the games. The best and biggest big screen in the Burbs that if you live in Woodstock, easy to find. If you live in Roswell or Milton or Alpharetta, you're a hop, skip, and a jump away. Same thing if you're coming from Canton or Kennesaw. Now, I will be there this coming Thursday night for our monthly edition of Trivia. So if you're listening to this podcast on the 26th of February, we will be there this Thursday night, the 29th, from 7 to 9, giving away cash and prizes. Well, mostly prizes. We love it. We have a great time. Come out, eat, drink, be merry, play trivia with us. Thursday night, Daily Draft, downtown Woodstock, right in the heart of all the action. You can find out more about them on their website at thedailydraft.net or follow them on their social media channels on Instagram and Facebook for all the goings-on at the Daily Draft. So the uh, news the Hawks got back yesterday on Trey Young was not great. He will miss four weeks. He's going to have to have surgery now on a finger. That will keep him sidelines. And I say four weeks. They'll reevaluate him in four. There's a chance Trey is out for the rest of the season, which continues just like a lost, complete lost season for the Hawks. I mean, it's been bad even when they've been healthy, and that hasn't been a ton. But now they're banged up even more without Onyeka Kongwu and without Trey Young. I did think it was noteworthy last week at the All-Star festivities. Trey was asked about his future in Atlanta, how he feels about the organization, and for now... He's saying all the right things. I'll just give you the abbreviation of his quote. He said, obviously, my mindset is staying in Atlanta right now. Now, we could pick that apart and say, well, he said right now. Well, that's what you want him to say. Because if I'm Trey Young this offseason, I'm seriously contemplating asking out. Why? Well, the organization is mostly lost. Let's be very clear, folks. The GM is unproven. The owner and his son are meddling but don't have a good feel for basketball operations. It felt like they forced out the previous GM, Travis Schlank, who was not perfect, didn't have a perfect draft record or free agent record, but he had a plan, and it mostly was coming together. The Hawks do not look like a team that will be contenders anytime soon. If I was Trey, yes, I would seriously contemplate asking out this offseason. Now, if I'm the Hawks, I don't trade him unless he asks out. There's a reason why the Hawks' TV ratings were through the roof even when they're a mediocre team. There's a reason why they fill State Farm Arena, and there's a reason why they can be at least somewhat relevant around the league, and it's because of Trey Young. So if Trey doesn't ask out, I'm not willingly trading him. Like some of the rumors have it around the Hawks talking to the Spurs at the trade deadline. I will say this about Trey Young. He deserves better than the Hawks. I don't know that they deserve a player of this caliber because they're wasting his prime years. I don't know what their plan is. I don't know what their long-term or uh, short-term vision remains. All I know is Trey Young maybe had the best year of his career going before his injury, and it's on a team that's seven or eight games under 500. It's on a team that's battling for the play-in. Something's way off there. 
whether it's overdrafting and not getting the return on DeAndre Hunter, overcompensating uh, in a trade to get uh, DeJounte Murray, not getting the returns from Onyeka Kongwu, letting Kevin Herger walk for nothing, devaluing John Collins to where you got nothing for him. Like all these things, the bill came due on all this stuff, and this is the return, a fairly mediocre team with a star player. If I'm Trey, yeah, I might think about it because this is not where I want to waste my prime years with an organization that looks like they can't figure it out. All right, if you guys would do me the favor of hitting the subscribe button wherever you're listening to the podcast, this will be available to you each and every morning at 10 a.m. Just to guarantee it's waiting for you. We're available on all podcast platforms. And uh, again, it would be appreciated with a uh, quick follow or a subscribe to make sure you're getting it each and every day. I'll talk to you folks on the radio later this afternoon, 2 o'clock in Atlanta on 680 The Fan. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition of The Daily Ten. Subscribe to The Daily Ten now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, sandwich lovers, today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open, Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner.